following program is intended for mature audiences. It's the music, movies, and shows you love. As if we can. And hate. You ain't gonna like it none. And love to hate. I didn't expect that at all. This is the Broken Remote. Coming to you live on tape after a, another little hiatus. The Broken Remotes. Wednesday, July 26, 2023, where it's deja vu all over again, Will, as our elected officials are freezing up all over the television screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it great? I'm glad the most powerful people in, you know, in power can just be like me in third grade when I had to present a presentation on a book I never read. Yeah, what the fuck this are is we great. doing? This what is are we great. doing? This is great that it's every other day now. Isn't it fantastic? And it's, I mean... T- tell me somebody who couldn't see this coming from a mile of fucking away. I I do kind of. It's like nice of them that they just sort of shuffle them off of stage, like you know when you're when your daughter. It really did shuffle son, them off. You, you, like when you're when your toddler thinks he's having fun and he falls and he doesn't know how to feel about it, so he's just looking at the adults' reaction and they're like, "No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine." And then they it, just next thing you know, it's like that. Uh, Big breath that doesn't come out before the cry, and you're kind of like, "Oh, I know this is coming." The kid really hurt themselves, it's like, it's like but they can't laughing. let it out. And then it. <laughs> they sit him in front of his screen. They put cocoa melon on. He'll forget about it. You know, give him a nice ice cream. You I know. S- swear, if you don't know what we're talking about uh, on this Wednesday, July 26, Mitch McConnell, uh, one of our elected officials, highest, he is highest. Well, the highest. Yeah, yeah for, you know, I mean, he sits atop the GOP throne, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into the politic thing, and uh, he is what 90 or 80? He is. Let's find. He is eighty-one years young. He is. He's eighty-one. Oh my god! So, and Mm -hmm. he is from. I should know this, but I don't because I don't. Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, a horse race guy, right? So yeah, it's why he's never going to (laughs) leave. Why he's never going to leave. So this guy, all eighty-one years of him today, gets up on stage to give a speech and literally freezes a sentence and a half in, and nobody around. Knows what to do. Did it's you watch the guys behind video. him? It's a two-minute video. It is impossibly awkward that first minute as like he's standing there and everyone just suddenly realizes, oh, Yo, this isn't good. This watch, isn't this isn't him pausing for dramatic effect. Watch the eyes on the guy to the back left. They start doing like the Siamese cat going back and forth, being like, is anybody else seeing this? Are you seeing this? He fucking stopped talking. Is he dead? Is he alive? Yeah. Is he stroking? What do we well, do? It's also do like, you know? This is the same group that's been going after Diane Feinstein, which they should because she is basically catatonic. Um, I mean, both of them. Trying to get her out. And now they're like, you know, they're probably going to do the same thing the Democrats are doing. We're like, no, they're totally. What are you talking about, Mitch? He's <laughs> never been better. And they're going to be doing that like he's weekend fine. at Bernie's thing where he's wearing the sunglasses. They make him lift his arm up just really loud, like he's chilling. Look at him; he's hanging out. There's <laughs> Mitch's arm around a couple of girls, and his body's just flopping on some long chair. <laughs> they just toss to the side. The problem is that's like what every major official. Somehow Nancy Pelosi's the only one that's like mentally keeping it together somehow. But is she like? I mean, she can formulate straight sentences, but 
Like, I feel like that's kind of like an AI clone, right? Because her reactions to everything are like the same thing, right? You want to talk about NPC characters? We'll get to them yeah, in NPC. a second. Oh, we'll get to them in a second. Yeah, she's ice like cream. a. Yeah. She, yeah, she is like the uh, NPC for the Democrats, and maybe you know, that's what that is. Maybe Mitch McConnell was waiting to see the little. Oh, emotion. maybe he was doing an NPC yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, okay. shit, that's fantastic. That's <laughs> it right there. Dude, I don't even know. There's so much to talk about. There's, like, where do you begin? Like, our elected officials are falling over <laughs> one after the other, which is just great. And then the biggest media in the entire country at this moment that no one can stop talking about, uh, that we were listening to like a clip of beforehand, is this like vaguely attractive women doing the dumbest thing for like four hours straight. Yeah, I, I don't think any of these women have read a book in the last ten years. And they're making like five grand. Yeah, they tracked it down and they did like the the math behind the views. And they're like, she's clocking in thousands a day. Yeah. Right? And then there's me just going, I fucked up somewhere. I should not have completed school. Well, what is it? Uh, You know, I I think 500 is $100,000. 500 a day is $100,000 a year. I think that, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's worth more than that. That's all that matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you clock in. A thousand a day, you're at two hundred thousand dollars a year. Do you know how hard people work for like eighty thousand dollars a year, much less two hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah, much more than that. Oh my lord! <laughs> people, people go get advanced degrees and they get that still. Or I mean, like, holy fucking shit! And all because of this. We're gonna play it away here, but I guess this girl and I forgot her name. But she it doesn't was matter. The, well, she was kind of first to market, right? She's got, she's like the big one. Yeah, she's like now. There's a bunch of other ones, but she's definitely like the big man on campus. Right. Well, as she work. started this whole one, right? You know, and she's yeah. kind of like the FanDuel DraftKings and sports operators. They're first to market, and they've established themselves right there. You know, as the leader. Say we're like Facebook. You know, all this and I'll be shit. honest. I am so much more terrified of this trend having taken off the way it has. Well, there's money. Anybody will do it. Anybody will do it. It's so much more terrifying than Mitch McConnell just kind of falling over. Because this is like, you know, I don't know. There's something about... Let me let me try to analyze this or come up with something on the spot here. But Mitch McConnell falling over is like watching Pinocchio get his strings cut and just fall on top. Like, sure. Crumbles. You're like, well, I knew yeah, it was yeah. a puppet. Like, oh, okay. Whatever. I knew that was coming. Gotcha. Was coming. I'm right. But there's something about like when you watch like people that you thought were intelligent or maybe were like going to amount to something. Because this is all Gen Z. I'm blaming them for doing this. You know, I'm sure there's other generations that are also involved. I, I, which like, one is Gen Z? Is that you? I think I'm, I'm the older one, right? I'm Gen yeah. X. They're, yeah, they're Gen Gen Z's, the ones that are like just leaving college, I think, now. Okay. Yeah, they're those ones. Um, they're the ones who. It, it's like in those. It's like in The Last of Us or any zombie show where they meet a tribe of people that they think are nice. You're like, oh, these guys seem cool. They're going to help us out in the zombie apocalypse. And then it turns out they're cannibals. And you go, oh, fuck. <laughs> Stolen oh, straight from the pages of Walking Dead. Exactly. You're just like, God <laughs> damn it. I thought you were cool. This is what you're into? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Eating people. <laughs> the people. Soil and green is people. Yeah. It's just like, oh, man, I guess that is a good source of protein or whatever the hell this NPC thing is supposed to be. 
And here she goes. Her name is Baby Doll. She starts in Baby Doll, in Baby Doll, Pink Doll, something like that. Something like she, that. Yeah. Oh, it's a Pinky Doll. Pinky Doll. Pinky is what Doll. It is Pinky on the Doll. TV. And she pretends to be an NPC in video yeah. games. And by, and by the way, by the way, viewer, dis- viewer discretion advised for this. This is just it, not because it's horrific, but just because like it's going to make you lose all hope in humanity. You're going to wish for another Vesuvius to yeah. erupt. It's basically like cosplay for games. So I don't even like. Yes, strong woman. Gang, 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 gang. Mmm, that was good. Coconut. Gang, 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 gang. Grass. Mmm, ice cream so good. Gang, gang. It's gang, gang. It's like a car crash. Gang, gang. Dude, she's watching it. Gang, gang. She's like a. She's like. Also, she's a Take a destiny. Take a smoke. Take a smoke. Mm, now she's got a cowboy so hat on. It's like the it's worst. So good. Ice cream so good. It's That's the so worst good. improv show Coconut. of your entire life, and it goes mm, on for so five good. hours. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. That is crazy. Mm, ice cream so good. So apparently, my friend told me the ice cream thing. Apparently, the way she's making the money is people will send in like these emojis or something to her stream. Okay. And they'll be like, they'll be these little like icons. So people will send like yeah, pictures of a cowboy hat. Or yeah, ice cream, like a woman of ice cream, so good. And then that's what she's responding to, or just basically saying out loud whatever the emojis are. But each one of these emojis is worth two cents. Oh. But then she's making five grand per one of these fucking sessions, dude. <laughs> okay, okay. Which is like, what <laughs> the fuck? And she's got a, a hair straightener in her ha- hand, and she just keeps rotating. Gang, 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 gang. dude. Like, oh, that's why Twitter, she says smoke that one time. You're right. You're right. Yeah, right? Yeah, there's these weird little emojis, It's a man. rose. I don't get it's it. a rose. Oh, rose. Strong woman. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, did you Ice think cream this is summer... Good. Ice cream is good. Remember when life was so much simpler like four weeks ago when the submarine exploded? God, that was so much nicer. <laughs> right? Uh, we thought that yeah. was the end. Just rich people yeah. going down in their handmade fucking... Uh, submarine, but now we have people reenacting non-playable characters for it's all of It's just our like this. Is, this entire summer is like a Jim Carrey freakout speech in Dumb and Dumber. It's like <laughs> first there was the smog, then the blown a submarine, then our pants were falling off. Oh God, it's awful. It really is, and it does make you wonder how we got here, right? I mean, you can't. This girl, like, like she's not ugly. Like, I no, mean, she's like, I, like she's, she's actually okay looking. You know, she's not one of these enough. corners of the internet. You know, banes of society individuals who's just like, I'm going to do something weird now and it, on YouTube and hope it hits. Dude, there's like, the, like these weird fetishes that are just rocketing off, and I don't understand them cash, at man, all. Fucking cash. That's it. It's just. But who, what, what does it appeal to, dude? I don't get it. I don't get, is it like a short attention span? It's, it's because everybody's got a perv switch. Everybody's got some kind of perv switch buried in them. Whatever it is, ultimately, you know, every dude will bump into it. I would imagine every girl does too, but dudes for sure. Dude, it's just this a is... perv switch. And I, that's stolen from Opie and Anthony. They, they had that joke. The first switch. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely. That everybody accurate. has one, and it is true. It is one hundred percent true. O- Opening Anthony are basically philosophers. Let's be honest, uh, dude. They this- brought so much of what you have 
come to see across your TVs and Netflix with all the comedians. They, I was going to say. Their like show was single- it. That, was, that mm-hmm. was the comedian platform for a good 10 years. Yeah, my folks love Howard Stern, but I'm like, I still re-listen to old Opie and Anthony bits just because those were fucking awesome. Yeah, they're, like, they're awesome. Just- they got a, uh, if, if you're ever interested in watching and listening to any old Opie and Anthony, you can go to Honeycomb Hideout on YouTube and they just consistently play, continually, I should say, uh, continually play feeds of old Opie and Anthony. And so it's fun to, and there's also, there was another site and I had it where you could actually dive and pick select episodes that you wanted to hear. I was just saying, you, you want to get the one where they had the St. Patrick's Cathedral incident. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> so Sex went Yahtzee. I remember listening to it live. It was fantastic. Oh, you got it live? Oh, oh yeah, my dude. God. That was in their heyday. They were, I want to say, they were like three to seven or something like that or you know they 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 went into rush hour and then i think they went up to seven o'clock and so i made two two to six two to seven whatever it was they were like right around rush hour so you you used to listen to them all the time especially at the end of the day and for some reason doing it not morning shows are like handcuffed the real shows have got juice are the afternoon and the evening shows because that's when everybody would come hang out at the studios, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So these guys had a Jaeger machine in their thing. And in their day of, of live on WNEW, they were just must-listen appointments, the radio, something was always going on. And I remember that Sex for Sam like it was yesterday. And they just calling in. They're going from spot to spot. They were in yeah. the cathedral. And the whole next couple of days, they... They knew they got fired. They knew it was done. Yeah, they they knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what I, the I next day is. Whenever whenever the Saint Pat the cathedral sued. So when they sued or whatever fraud criminal charges, that was the end. Because I think Infinity Broadcasting at the time, whoever it was, basically yeah. said, "Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. You guys are yeah. done. Your mom's box. well. You had a good run, guys. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love listening to, like those. Obviously, like when they like broke up or whatever, like those freak out. That was super interesting. I don't know why. I, but that they, one episode I probably heard ten times. The one where they broke up. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because it's oh, out there on the internet. You can find that one pretty easily. Oh, but just so the, just the one where they like flipped out on each other and they were mm-hmm. like basically like maybe we shouldn't do this and you're like oh this is a really good bit yeah and, and then you're like, like oh no it, it's not a bit yeah you just well you just turn into like. I don't know, just like some thirteen-year-old girl. You're like, oh, what's the gossip? Oh, I know, my. right? Well, yeah. when you when you were listening, like that one I heard live too, and when you were listening to it, you didn't know whether it was real or fake, right? You thought it <laughs> might be a long con, a long joke, and then once you found out that you know now after the fact, you know that it's real, and you go back and you listen to it. I, you know, I listened ten times. That was probably aggressive, maybe yeah. three, four. But when you Still, go back yeah. and listen to it. On repeated sessions, you can hear like the tension, and you cut it with a knife, and it's just like, oh god, they really do yeah. each other. Like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do the show anymore. He's completely done, and it was like, oh shit, it, it yeah. really is. That's why reality television sells, man. I don't know why this sells. I don't know why. Yes, yes, why yes. Why this stuff? do I, man? Yeah, there's some Gen Z. Gen Z's lost. It's over. It's over. We had a good run. Western civilization's over. We had like just. What replaces you though? This like nonsensical babble. It has to be right. Like somehow, uh, ironically, AI is getting more human, and humans are getting more AI. Is that what's <laughs> happening? Is that the is that what we're supposed to do? Well, I, I mean, if you want to talk about craziness? I, speaking about AI, now the risk of AI is is so great that the guy who created Chat Chat Chatbot 
GPT. Yeah. Sam something, right? Is it yeah, whatever his name is. Sa- yeah. Sam A or so, I, I, whatever the hell is. Sam AI. Sam AI. Oh, <laughs> good one. There <laughs> it really, is. I hope his name is Sam something with I. Uh, I got to find this out now, so I got to stop the entire fucking show because I got to yeah. find it. Uh, Chat GPT founder, right? Chat uh, GPT founder. The three yes, people yes. at home. Ice cream. Are, are like, uh, Sam Altman. Sam A. Sam A. Sam yeah, A. Sam A. Yeah. Sam A. So, uh, but anyway, so Sam A, the guy that made Chat GPT, turns out to be the same guy that's like, oh, you know what we need now because of AI? We need a iris security system that scans everybody's eye eyeballs and then mm-hmm. creates a database to make sure that people know that that's you smart. are not AI. That's smart. That it could go wrong. What could go wrong? Okay, that's great. I mean, talk about creating the po- the problem and having the solution already in hand. Huh? Yeah, let you know, hell. Let's just skip a step. Let's just st- put chips in all of our brains to monitor our behavior, make sure we don't get out of line. You know, <laughs> that's just going to be better. That'd be better. like you know. Suppose Will's a little too tired at work. Well, that means his job can now shock him through his brain chip. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, you know, I can go right back to it. It's that simple. Well, I think it was Bill Gates who. In the 90s? I remember hearing a story. Right after he got off the Lolita Express. No, I'm right pretty after. sure Bill Gates, like, like, they might have had some kind of chip underneath their skin, like one of those dog tags. What? Yeah, and like he would walk into rooms and it would turn lights on. I remember hearing this story, and uh, and I thought it was Bill Gates. But anyway, you know, I mean, we're, we're getting there. The faster we go, you know, we're was getting there. Probably, it probably was put on him when he was going to Epstein's Island, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> All those guys. Every single famous person and politician Every went to Epstein's Island. One, dude. Everyone. What was that one joke? There, there, there's some TV show where it turns out one of the characters went to Epstein's Island. He's like, only for the snorkeling. They had a great, <laughs> they had a great read. I didn't do the other stuff. They had great snorkeling though. The beach, oh, phenomenal. Fishing, awesome, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, girls. I didn't see any. I wasn't really looking yeah. around. I, I was no, no, captivated no, 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 yeah. by the, the, the ocean. Log. Okay, yes, I was there. I was in the flight log twenty-seven times. Not a big deal. Okay, <laughs> it's just a nice place to kick back. Yeah. You know, relax, get a tan, jump in the pool. Yeah. Yes, three of the last four presidents have all been to Epstein's Island and took private trips on his jet, but let's not make a big deal about it, okay? I mean, how awesome is it that everybody went there and now everybody knows why? Yeah. And, you know, I I mean, it's just just proof that you're never going to hide anything. Whatever you think is going to be hidden, it's not going to work out, right? Like religion, because, you know, in come the aliens. And, you know, at some point in the next 10 years, they're going to tell everybody that, you know, aliens are real. Right? Oh, yeah. And then everybody's going to be like, but my religion. Have well, you what, seen that, by I the way? Do? I feel like I have seen so many flipping news articles about, like, UFO hearings. And it, I'll be honest, like, that'd be cool if it's real. I could not care less. I don't know why. Yeah, it, no. just does not interest me at all. Well, it's such an old – I remember being into the UFO phenomenon and, and all the conspiracies – like in the '90s, like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember being like, "Oh, these are such great stories and all this kind of stuff." And I mean, there are a lot out there. All these different people that over the years yeah. have come in and out of like the UFO space as like, "Oh, you know, he this person has, you know, he's actually worked within one of the government labs in Area 51. He's an ex, you know, and 
See, these people pop up. So everyone now, though, that's like super into the UFO stuff, I feel like just has really bad teeth, hangs out in yes. Brooklyn comic book shops. Yeah. And like, that's where I was going with it. Is that. Disappointed in them. Like, that's, that's everyone nowadays I know <laughs> right. in being a and being a UFO guy. That's like compared to the 90s to now, where it's just like everybody and their brother is just like, yeah, I got that. You know, there it is right there. And. <laughs> You know, like you said, drinking a Mountain Dew with one tooth with a bottle of meth in his pocket. Well, actually, if you really paid attention, Jimmy Carter even announced that he saw a UFO before he was elected into office, <laughs> yeah. and there's several cases of, so which board of Reddit do you run? Oh, how'd you know? I just had a feeling. Just had a feeling. <laughs> uh, I guess. It was success. Yeah. <laughs> so Spidey sense, yeah. as they say. Yeah. But, I, you know, so... What does your dad tell people that you do? He says I'm dead. Got it. Cool. <laughs> works works here so you know i mean you're gonna find out about anything that's secret and this this epstein thing i mean i don't know they're just trying to kind of like move past it so like nobody no it was an accident no no he slipped he slipped hung himself and then shot himself in the back of the head it was it happens all the time it is so unbelievable how big that story should be just kind of like the guy that just shot up all of las vegas outside mm. of a, out of an office building oh my god with no, an entire no, like no, ukraine worth of weapons in his room but it was just some kind of crazy guy <laughs> so okay. dude you see the flipping there was like a story on that like a few weeks ago was it really that came back? No, no. So the FBI, they like they said case closed, and they said, "Oh, we interviewed people," and they, "Yep, he was crazy." Anyway, done. We were texting about that when they closed the case, and they were yeah. just like, "Hey, just a crazy guy." Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. everyone just like, "But where'd all the money come from? And how would he get all the guns there?" And like, you're saying he just wanted, but yep, he was just upset with Vegas. He wanted to take it out against Vegas. <laughs> it's and like. Ironically, there's this, this true crime podcast I listen to who I, I, I usually like, but they've been infuriating me recently. Okay, because they, tell. They, they were just going, like, like, there are a bunch of those guys in Brooklyn who are, like, supposed to be... Brooklyn. Like, yo, man, you can't trust the government, man. Don't you know what, like, they did back in the 60s with the government power? Like, they're those guys, oh, even though they're like, Christ. old now and they have, you know... You know, losers, except they have a really good true crime, true crime podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. And they got that so going on. So many reasons they don't make. Oh my god. Um, but they they were talking about the Las Vegas thing, and they're just like, "Yup, whatever the government said totally makes sense. That's why this guy was crazy." I'm like, "What? <laughs> That's your response? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You guys you- talking about Operation Paperclip all the time?" And then, like, all those crazy, like, psychedelic experiments that created the freaking Unabomber. And then you're just like, nah, this makes sense. Let's just. <laughs> this right this here. Idea. Yeah. You want to no. talk about making sense out of, you know, I, I mean, come on. Come on. Let, let's be real. Let's be real. Um, but anyway, all right. Uh, b- back to eight, one of the other million threads. Uh, I was going to say, there's so much. I mean, there really is. But, um, all right, so we were doing the UFOs, and then, I, I mean, <laughs> We went to Las Vegas somehow. We were talking about NPCs. Chuck, or not Chuck Schumer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Schumer's up next. Mitch McConnell falling over. Oh, yeah, like, well, we had McConnell. I mean, that that's great. Um, but anyway, all right, so before I, we derail too much, because, I mean, hell, it's 25 minutes into it. So where have we been actually on, on, on the boob tube? 
oh, or, bro. Or, or tapped into anything culture-wise because there has been a shit ton. And I feel like, you know, we go every, like, two weeks, sometimes three, before we, you know, get back in the flow of things. And it was like we ingest so much. We did did or did not on the podcast talk about Indiana Jones. We have not. We have not. That was supposed what? to be, like, last week or something. Then we uh, just life got busy. But, like, I also saw Andor, which I'll just quickly say was fantastic. Though I, like... Two little things, but like that's whatever. Okay, uh, well done. Well, but well, Indiana you Jones brought it up. Well, well, we'll do the Andor real quick because it ended first, right? Because that was over yeah. a while ago. Apparently, there's a season two coming out. Which is, like, yeah, please good. don't fuck it up. Please so, don't. I, we might have talked about it sporadically over the over the podcast itself, but now that you've actually seen it. What do you think? Because best Star Wars content since the original trilogy, right? It's awesome. Like, it's like it's just. It's the consistency, like so with Obi Wan, like Obi Wan is like you know how there's like that hour long cut that's amazing of Obi Wan. Yes, yeah, but the then Ken, you're, then Ken you're, Patterson, you're like, I believe. Exactly, and you're like, wow, this is fantastic, and then you realize Obi Wan's a seven hour show, and you're like, damn, they cut out <laughs> they a lot. It. Like, there's a lot of good stuff in Obi Wan, but like you didn't need most of it. This one's just sheer, consistent, good Star Wars. And it's not even really Star Wars. It's just like a good sci-fi spy thriller, or yeah. whatever you would call it. Like, I, I mean, I, you know where the guy's ending up, and it's an origin yeah. story to that effect. Like, okay, fine, fantastic, you know. But you get to, I mean, there is a plot. There is mm-hmm. stuff going on. You can follow it from episode to episode. I don't know if I necessarily care about the characters, like some of them I'm growing into, like, you know? You know, Cassian, obviously, and it, ironically... Yeah, Andor is the one, you know, yeah. but I want to feel a little bit of attachment to some of these other people I you know, liked, at some point. The, so the one thing, and it's like, it's a, it's a weird complaint, because this was actually one of my favorite storylines, even like I was like, how, like, this seems like it's just something to make give him something to do in the show. Right, right. He went to jail, and you're like, well, everyone's looking for him, and he's just chilling in jail right now. And you're <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. like, okay, like, does this do anything for the show besides him eventually escaping? Sure. And the whole jail, like, the jail was awesome. It was a really cool concept that they electrify the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're building something, and then what they turn out to be building was like part I, of the Death Star, which I was, was super yeah, cool. Yeah, I was waiting for that the whole time because I really couldn't figure out what it was going to be. But Same like, here, yeah. I, I didn't know if it was going to be relevant to the show itself in future years or if it was mm-hmm. going to be relevant to the original trilogy. And like you said, they were building the you know actual blaster of the Death Star, right? The, yeah, something like that, which is like super cool when right. you get to that. But like... And and I loved like the jail guy, like the the jail manager or whoever that was, Andy Serkis, Andy the Serkis. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I thought he was odd, like because he's Snoke in the other series, and you're just like, <laughs> oh, what a redemption for him in Star Wars. He was like, let me do something that I can control, and I'll actually be happy with. Exactly. Yeah, like that was cool. His ending, where it's just like everyone's escaping, and he has this whole scene where like he's just pausing, and then you realize, oh, he was pausing because he knew he couldn't escape with them, like he was gonna die here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Super badass. Like the the like that episode ended. I was like, "Damn, that took balls." Yeah, that was really I, cool. I mean, they just did everything well. They really did. You know, it was it was an interesting storyline. The characters were interesting enough. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get to know some of them more so I could feel something other than Andor. But yeah. characters were good enough. The dialogue was uh, was good. You know, like there wasn't really a lot of bad. You know, maybe slow in parts. You, know, you also like seeing like it from the Empire's perspective, like as they're kind of like this, like this just 
engorged machine of there's just too much bureaucracy and right. everyone's kind of like politicking against each other. Which, like, there's all those Reddit fan theories that the prequels could have elements that worked if they made it like a House of Cards show or something like oh, that. Yeah. Where, like, they show Palpatine, which sounds cool in concept, but that takes a lot of talent. And I've only seen Andor do that part properly so far in any Star Wars media, so I don't think they'll ever will ever get a show like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I don't think it's so. It's just not going to happen, dude. You get Andor, and then you get five bad Star Wars shows around it. You're like, oh. Well, I mean, that was like Mandalorian Season 3. Bad Star yeah, Wars show. Like, that's yeah. what it was. It just wasn't Please, good. Please don't do that to Andor. I like it. <laughs> I liked Mandalorian for Season 1 and 2. I, I mean, it was. And, you know, it's funny because the more you see the Fil- Dave Filoni stuff, the more it's just kind of like, yeah, dude, th- this guy is what Star Wars is right now. Like, yeah. you know, Favreau took a back seat, and it's just more Filoni stuff. It's just getting weird, man. It's just getting weird. I don't know if there's any hope for it. There's that movie they're making, too, they're like, that three they announced. And so one of them is like the very fr- about the very first Jedi yes. who's going to girl boss her way across the galaxy. and she sounds like she's basically going to be Ray again. And apparently that one's budget is like exploding because they're doing all these reshoots now for it. Oh, boy. Or something okay. like that came out this you, week. Is it that one or is it the Acolytes? They have the I Acolytes think it's, coming is that out. It? Maybe it's the Acolytes. They, I don't know anymore. Yeah, they there's have Ashoka, Acolytes, and then they got the new trilogy, whatever. I But whatever there's, it is, back to Andor. Andor. Andor was good. So the Andor, Andor was, was a good, good. one. That's, that's it, yes. Yeah, Looking forward to the second one. Mm-hmm. The fact that I enjoyed it means I don't have anything to say about it. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah, as fun no, no, to shit I mean, on. Right. The next thing, then the other thing that Lucasfilm did. Yeah, <laughs> and then br- brings us back to where we were going originally, and that was the the fact that we both went to go see the hopefully hopefully the fifth and final Indiana Jones in Indiana the Jones, Dial the, of Destiny. Yeah, the diegetic of it of of, uh, of Destiny. I exactly. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not a steaming pile. Maybe not a steaming pile of shit. But <laughs> Indiana Jones and the the Dial of Dysentery was it <laughs> was a movie. Terrible. It was a movie. My so my family we walked out of there and like first okay I'll I'll start with the one positive first twenty minutes were pretty solid even though I personally thought I liked the first twenty minutes as well the face stuff because everyone was like look at how they made Harrison Ford look young. That was kind of weird, and the voice didn't did it fit. Match. Yes, yeah, 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 which was freaky. And like everyone's like, "Wow, they made him look so young here." I'm like, does this not like reek uncanny valley to anybody else? Yeah. So, in in the the first twenty minutes of the in newest Indiana Jones movie, Dial of Destiny, they are doing a basically a, a throwback a train chase scene where you know I, Indy's trying to get something out. It, you know, he's fighting the Nazis. Yeah, There's an artifact. Nazi. It's an artifact which ends up being the Dial of Destiny thing. Yeah, and they de-age Indy, and they I I thought it looked really good, but to Will's point, it's like a 25 year old Harrison Ford with mm-hmm. an 80 year old voice. What are you talking about there, Junior? <laughs> You're like, what? I don't like it's that at all. It's funny that I, I, because when I saw it, I was like, hold on, it sounds like old, old indie. But it yeah. looks like 20, and I was wondering if anybody else, and it's the first thing that you said. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's great. What do you think you're doing here? And then his voice instead is, what do you think you're doing here? <laughs> 
Hey, Mario, you look yeah. really good in those shorts. Sometimes when Indiana Jones gets an artifact, he smokes a camel. Hey, you Nazis, leave my goddaughter alone. Leave her alone. Uh, I just shit my pants. But, dude, um, like, me, so me and my family, because we saw it together, like, my whole family, and we walked out of there, and, like, my, my, my folks, when we got out, they liked it at first. I felt very neutral on it. Like, I was like, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought. But the more you think about it, the more I'm pretty sure I, I hate it more than I do the fourth one. It just hits you, right? Aha! Aha! You just, Aha! I knew it wasn't the first three. Aha! <laughs> <It's annoying>. <laughs> <laughs> That's Eddie Murphy playing the the white guy oh in the barbershop. I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I was like, what no, movie it's was it's, it's coming to America. And he uh-huh. goes, try the spoon. He goes, he goes, the one the soup. Try the spoon. He goes, there's no spoon. Or he goes, try the soup. Where's the spoon? There's no spoon. Aha! 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 What do you know about like, comedy or something like that? And then uh, yeah. anyway, uh, coming to America. No, you didn't know that. So yeah, so that then that light bulb hits you, and he goes, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And, but the, you, then it hits yeah, you. It, Continue. Sorry. I don't know what it was, man. It was, uh, like, so. I mean, the ending was pretty weak, which we'll get in. I mean, I don't know how to, where to go with this. Like, first off, time travel's involved, but which immediately let's say, well. Let's say it's established as a five, right? And then you start thinking about it. What is it that makes you go... Aha! This movie might not be as good as I really thought it was. It, it, so, like... And just to cover the plot really quick, if we if we need to do that, but it's like so the the movie's basically indie. We're twenty years, we're ten years, whatever it was from the last one. You know when he was sixty years old, yes, and now he's eighty. And his son Shia LaBeouf, they killed him off instead uh, of that was a great him. way to get rid of something that was horrendously bad. They could have made it good. But it's just like, okay, I guess that's how you, you, you handle this. He died prop. off screen in the war. I know. Just like what a, I don't know. It, it was, to me, that decision came from the same place as like The Last Jedi, where they're like, oh, you didn't like our last movie? Oh, please don't be mad at us. We'll do whatever you say. And it's just, it reeks of having no balls whatsoever. But it, what, like, you couldn't save that character, dude. You could. It's been 20 years. You recast him with another actor, and he's like, God, I was a shit back then. Uh, or Mutt something. Williams. How are you going to fix Mutt fucking Or Williams? like he has a grandson Jesus. or something. I don't know. There's so many ways they could fix it. And I don't think there's not any. To. I don't but, think there's any. I thought they took the great route of just whacking Mr. Mutt Williams. Just yeah. Eliminating Indiana Jones lore. <laughs> this guy just throw him away. But like they just they throw him out. Indiana Jones, he's like old eighty year old guy, he's depressed, living by himself, he's divorced, okay, I get it. The movie's gonna be about him like coming back a little bit. Which by the way, is how the last movie started, where it's like, Hey, Indiana Jones is old and a professor and he's Dude. got no family around him. This this movie script cherry picked from each one of the Indiana Jones movies. It really did. Yeah. And like it's crazy because the ending was almost identical to the fourth one in terms <laughs> yeah. of like 
like, like, let's look at the ridiculous stuff in every single Indiana Jones movie. And, and this, like, this one's basically, there's an artifact they want to get. There's these Nazis that are all trying to get this artifact. The artifact turns out it can turn back time or send you back in time. <laughs> yeah. And the Nazis want to take it to Wait go back we in get time to, that to win World War II. Which, like, dude, time travel. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> You've had enough of time travel. Dude, so You hear the word it. time travel and it goes um, off in your head. Just, just, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, but like, like where where do, where do you go? And then there's Phoebe Waller Bridge, who was just yeah. horribly miscast as like the most arrogant character I've ever seen in a movie. Apparently, she's great. It's Disney's joke. mantra. I mean, this is what they want to do. So that's why you know you got her was because they want every lead to be a strong woman, right? I mean, you know, it is what it is. Strong woman. <laughs> Strong woman. Ice cream good. Strong woman. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, oh, yes, yes. yes. A money gun. Strong woman. Uh, but that's what they want. Disney wants, you know, the, the strong women. That's that's their thing right now. You know, it's all about, you know, women and, and diversity and fine. So be it. You know, like go after it. But that's what everything is as a result. You got mm-hmm. it in this one, too. The part for me that made me go like Aha. was when they gave <laughs> Phoebe Waller a, another different minority sidekick just like fucking short, short round. round. It's yeah. the same thing. Same, it's same, the same one, thing. Dude. And then they put all of them into another car chase, like the fourth car chase in the movie. They, I, I can't even tell you how many kids. There was a train chase. There was a car chase. There was a second car chase. This one is with, with Phoebe and her, her short round. And I was just like, this movie is really not good. Like, I'm enjoying the end of it, but, like, it is just not good. It really is. There was, like, some someone wrote online, like, what a bet, like, if they're looking for a character to, like, replace Indy with, it's like, hmm, if only there was a person who is, a, like, a prior relationship with Indy that was established, who's an Oscar-winning actor now, who is basically, like, a son figure to Indy that people actually liked, if only such a short, kind of, round character existed in the ethos of society that we could cast in this movie instead of Phoebe Waller-Bridge, but sadly, I guess he doesn't exist. And Who would that like, person be? And, and short probably, round. <laughs> short round. Oh, well, yeah, oh. short round. The, the, the actor won an Oscar a little like a year or two ago from that one movie. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes. And it was just like, if right. only. <laughs> if only. Idiots. And then, I mean, it was really amazing that they copy that. They then put another female character like they've been doing in all their shows, going yeah. even into Star Wars. I mean, the chase scenes are the same thing. You know, I mean. They, well, they, and then they, 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 they go to Italy and, like, you know, they do the thing they do in every Indiana Jones movie where they'll just go to some city and then Indy has, like, a friend there who does this very niche job. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah. there's Antonio Banderas. It's Antonio Banderas. You got fucking Zorro. Like, he's awesome. And you use him for two scenes, and he has two lines of dialogue, and, and he it. dies. And you're like, why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to be in an indie. He just wanted to be in an indie show. You don't understand. When you're yeah. Hollywood, sometimes you just get what you want, and that's what he wanted. I mean, okay. But How? I mean. Talking about all the things that they're doing, how about when they stole the scene 
going down in the catacombs and they flipped over like the dead guy's casket or whatever. And I was like, that was just like when they did it in Italy. You know, mm-hmm. when I was waiting for him to undo it and like take out a pen and start scraping off the paper on, on the shield. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's the same thing. Instead, this time he found a watch and uh-huh. he was like, when did that come through? Which, by the way, like I was waiting for him to like give the guy his watch or something. And instead, in that final scene, she just punches him. So, like, at the end of the movie, when this is, like, the part that annoyed me the most when I was walking to the theater. Uh, he's, like, ready to die when they go back in yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, 3,000 years in the past at some war because it turns out the time machine only sends you back to this one time. You can't go wherever you want, which was, like, okay, I guess that's fine for time travel, even though I fucking hate time travel. <laughs> and we know you do. You're, we're waiting to see, like, the watch be given or something, be, like, the one thing from the future that stays in the past to, like, that, tie that in. That would make sense, and right? Instead, and then, it, like, it closes the loop. Yeah, and instead what happens is, like, Indy just has, like, a mental breakdown where he goes, like, nah, I'm going to die here. Just go back without me. And I'm like, okay, so first off, you're not giving him the watch, which you've previously established you gave him the watch. And second, there's a fucking destroyed Nazi plane two feet away filled with future technology. Yeah, right? That doesn't have any bearing on history? Are you kidding I me? Don't, I couldn't <laughs> figure that it. out, too. And they did just walk right by it. So for those of you scoring at home, uh, ultimately what happens in the time travel scene is that the... I don't, what, what era were they? I, you know, they're like Roman ancient warriors. Rome, ancient, Rome. ancient Rome or Greece, something like that. Yeah. They're doing... They go way back in time, and they're having like a, a, a naval battle, and they shoot the German fighter plane out of the sky with their harpoons. And if this sounds ridiculous, keep in mind that we didn't write this movie. Someone at Disney got paid to write this, and we we, are doing a review of this for free, so we don't need to make sense. Fuck you. And, and, you know, we paid good money to go see this movie. I paid about 70 bucks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, wife, kids, food, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, so yeah, so they shoot down the 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 what do you call it? the the big giant the Nazi, Nazi plane, plane. Whatever it, was. Yeah. it crashes and like Will says that then has no future impact on history and, because and when like they go back nothing the water, changes it lands like on the beach next to a bunch of guys yeah with it's tools. not going away and it's just like hey look at this hey we have the mystery of propulsion into the air has been unlocked and it's been delivered to your doorstep ancient Romans. But, like, they all had guns. I imagine that there was gun technology on it. Right? Right? And yeah. they were probably just like, okay, you know, screw all these harpoons and stuff. We now have guns. Yeah, it's like, no, we're just going to show this one picture of a bird with propellers on his tombstone. That'll be enough. <laughs> that'll that'll suck. Well, they yeah. also apparently shot, like, five different endings for the movie. Yeah, you were, you were, were talking just, about that, too. But yeah. the, I, one final thought on the whole the time travel. They really did in this one where other shows put a little bit of effort into trying to, mm-hmm. you know, write the time continuum and keep everything, you know, somewhat logically acceptable. In in the new indie movie, they just move on from it. Like, they just, like, yeah. go back to where they were, and it's as though nothing ever happened. And I don't understand that at all, but so be it. You know, that, that's... And, then the, and then the ending of the movie is just him and his, his girlfriend getting back together after he's, he just got punched out. Apparently for long enough to not only be dragged onto a plane and dragged back to the present and then put on another plane and flown across the Atlantic and then 
you know, moseying on into his apartment. That was that was quite a punch from Phoebe Waller Bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. everyone knows that you know, flying in nineteen, uh, you know, the nineteen sixties took like you know forty minutes basically yeah. by plane to get directly back into New York City. Well, I mean, of course, everything yeah. was a little bit better back then. It was a little bit better. It was all a little bit better back then. But just like it, it's it's so to me the fact that he didn't decide like I'm going to go back to the present with you. He gets punched out to arrive at that conclusion. Right. Was just so stupid. Like that just robs him of all agency. Well, it just doesn't uh, seem like indie, right? Like, yeah. It just it's like it's like oh, grandpa's sad. Oh no. <laughs> and if you watch the original indies, it's just not his character. Like, no. he would be, like, the angry Clint Eastwood-type grandfather, <laughs> Dude, right? It, like, wasn't, it wasn't him or it wasn't Han Solo. It was, the, it was the exact same arc that Han Solo went through in The Force Awakens. It was <laughs> that's right. Ford, that's estranged true. from his kid. Yeah. yeah, Harrison Ford, who lost his kid, who, you know, because of that, like, now is broken up from his wife or has a bad relationship with her. Exactly. Living, trying to relive his glory days, but he's just a pale imitation of what he once was. And then young, strong British chick comes along and shows him. Save the day. Yeah, she saves the day so hard. (laughs) It's so hard. (laughs) The entire time of the movie is trying to tell me how hot and what a girl boss she is. And I'm like, no. A girl boss. She is. She is yeah, a girl yeah. boss. And she was Don't all you realize up in this how attractive movie. I am? How beautiful? You're like, yeah. I, I, I do not fine. find Phoebe Waller attractive. It's I don't just either. me, but, you know, no go from my end. Apparently, she's fun in that, that show Fleabag. That's what I keep uh, hearing. Another but one like, I'm not going to watch. It's, yeah, it seems like a chick show, and it seems like. Uh, for some reason, maybe Kathleen Kennedy really liked that show, and she's like, "You know what? You know what's exactly like Fleabag, <laughs> the show that takes place in modern day UK about relationships, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones." Yeah, those, those are exactly alike. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. I and the fact that Kathleen Kennedy got on this. That's again, it's just going to derail us and put us into no man's land. But like, I mean, it listen, is just she amazing. keeps involving herself in our lives. This it, is her is fault, true. not ours. It, it's just amazing that she has not. Has not been fired from her job. No. Like, after screwing up as much of a franchise as Star Wars and, well, well, Star Wars, she didn't do the uh, Marvel, but as big as that and Indiana Jones was, it's just crazy. She should have been fired ages ago. Fucking ages ago. Dude, it, well, it's also crazy. Well, this summer also has been like just box offices have been tanking for every movie in theaters until like this last weekend with Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, but that's all. It's only week one, dude. The the movie from the week before it was Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible Six. Oh, that's right. That also came out too. did fantastic, and yeah. then just fell off the cliff and had a sixty four percent drop at the box office. Damn, are you serious? Yeah, for a movie that everybody said was awesome, possibly yeah. the best one in the series. Tom Hanks on top of it, summer blockbuster, and had great. Great pub, and fell off. 64%. I completely. I was hearing about a nonstop like when it first came out, and then you're totally right. I haven't heard anything about. It. But Indiana there, Jones cost like six hundred to seven hundred million. It's made three fifty back at the box office right now. Like this was just, like what a collapse, dude. Well, I, I mean, we're all going to be the ones that pay for it ultimately down the road because. Ooh, Disney Plus. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, what is what the 
the economies that we've established now is that people only go to the movies for super big giant Marvel movies. They mm-hmm. only go for the ones that are are definitely good. The ones that aren't good, you, you're probably not going to make your money back, right? No. And then small independent movies and the like, people don't care. So you you have only big comic book movies. And then, like, side children-type movies, like your Disney Mermaid or uh, whatever. They're going to try Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming up. You know, those are the only movies that people go see. Anything else now is just destined to fail because there's not enough people to go see it. Not even on the first weekend, you know? Yeah, dude. It's just so... It's so interesting how much like this just summer has been just completely tanking everything. There's that like elemental movie that cost two hundred million and that barely uh, made any money back. My kid my kids went to go see it. They were like, It's <sighs> fine. It's my fine. wife was like, It's it was like yeah, she's like, sure. It was kinda cute, it's I guess. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. She it's was fine. like, It's kinda cute, but you know, she was like, It's nothing special. Yeah. You know? I Little Mermaid, I, I I think the Little Mermaid now is coming out like on digital now. Yeah, you could you could buy it on digital. Didn't now. that just come out on like in the movies? Yeah. Like five days ago, I feel. So and, and this happened with out? this happened with Air, the Affleck Damon movie. Oh dude, I forgot that came out too. What that the hell? That came out and was on digital I think in 3 weeks. I could be wrong. Give me maybe either 4 or 5 weeks, but I think it was like 3 weeks. And it went from in the theater to, you know, Amazon Prime. So I was like I was going to go see it. If that movie was in the theater, I would have went to go see it. As soon as it hit digital, I didn't watch it. I still haven't watched it. I like yeah. I want to, but now I'm like there is no need for me to go run and see it, right? But like nobody feels that way about movies anymore, man. It's like it's it's just kids. Youth runs so much right now in terms of content. It's it's gross. Yeah. Well, I, I was talking about this with like some friends in my my class earlier today, and it's like you see the like, you'll watch a video on YouTube that's like marketed to like our age range, where it's like people from eighteen to like you know fifty watch like these types of videos or whatever and like you know there's all those different like who watches what so there's like the sports who watches sports all this other stuff and then there's kids content and there's like you know women watch makeup videos men watch sports videos there'll be action movie clips stuff like that on youtube and the kids content dwarfs everything else (laughs) put together by a factor of five yeah because these preschoolers just watching coco melon clips on loop all day Day all long, day. dude. All like, day long. You see the views that these, like Mr. Beast, does right now. Mm-hmm. Mr. Beast, I guess, is like the best of the worst, right? I mean, there are infinitely I, I worse things. I will Beast, kill him right? if I see him. I'll kill him. Yeah, you know, just like say Mark yeah. Rober, I think <laughs> He's Mark done, Rober dude. stuff. You know, uh, so did He's you say to blame Sunday? for this movie's Sun- box office. Sunday. The what? Did you say Sunday? The guy, uh, another YouTuber. Or no? no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if I see Mr. Beast, like he's done. I'm going after him. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll take him down with me. I don't care what happens. Like, I both thought of, you mentioned the YouTuber Sunday. I, I I misheard something, and that is one of the other ones that my uh, my kids watch. I mean, do we keep talking about Ryan's toys reviews? Because that dude's worth like two hundred million dollars, and he's twelve years yeah, old. Yeah, but do people watch that one anymore? I feel like that was like yesterday. Well, he's probably aged out at this point, right? Well, that was it. Well, do you remember the original one? Do you remember uh, Evan YouTube or uh, yeah, Evan, no, Evan but the, YouTube? I mean, there's always going to be someone that like just takes his place. Well, no, no this Kim was, rules forever. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> this was the first one I remember, Evan Tube, and it was like 2013 maybe. And uh-huh. his dad and mom used to just set him up with Legos, and he just used to build Lego shit. And like he was like the Lego guy, and they just used to time lapse it, and he used to build it. And yeah. it was like and oh, one day his voice the- cracked, and it was all over. From yeah, there. I know. I don't no know what he's doing sweet anymore. Sweet YouTube buddy. But we took the kid. Well, no, actually, uh, Mason wasn't even born yet. I, we took Anthony into Good Morning America. My wife somehow got on it, and they had Evan Tube on it. And it was like also one of the, the releases of like some of the new uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, like toys. Yeah. So you know, I like the kid got a he got a. a, a Kylo Ren lightsaber, and we all went there. And Tube was there, and it was like, whoa! And uh, that kid was. Oh, I remember you told me about this. Yeah, I don't think he does anything anymore. But uh, you know, that's just got passed on to you know. I, I you don't have kids and probably don't aren't watching half this crap. But people like uh, that Sunday guy and uh, you know uh, FGTV and but that's Evan just it. Like I've never heard and... of him. But like if if anyone has a kid. There's like, oh, I'm aware of this YouTuber who's just like this explosive. And you're like, I haven't heard of someone that makes like every video he puts out gets like 100 million views. Yeah. Like he dwarfs all of cable news put together. But, like, and, 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 and the only reason is, that happens is because it's got to be kid focused. Because there yeah. aren't that many adult eyes on shit. And that's why youth are running content right now. There's just so many eyeballs. And they, like, and it's such a scam on the advertisers because the eyeballs just lead to views, and then the advertisers just pay for the views, you know. And it's just like <laughs> these you're advertising to fucking shit kids, they, like they, they they don't care, they're just shitty fucking little kids. Yeah. So, but they get paid for it. So you know. And then they said, "What if we remade the Little Mermaid again? We already did that. I mean, again, again, like one more time. Let's go for it. Let's see. Not what a happens. sequel. Remake it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like what if we made all the characters like really creepy live action? What do you mean? Like I mean like make it look like your panic demons or what your sleep paralysis demons <laughs> leapt off your body, went into the movie, and now they're talking to Ariel in the ocean. Like that's gonna be great. <laughs> it was not, do you like what Flounder looks not like? Remade. It was it was not of need of a remake. Blah, get it out, Rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, this was previously done with, you know, beautiful animation and Colors and talent from all these different, you know, animators at Disney almost 30 years ago. But you know what's even cooler? If we sucked all that, like, fun stuff out of it. <laughs> sure. Why would that, that like, shit? That's, that's pretty good, right? That's what people need. No. Yeah. What if we got a girl who can kind of sing to be Ariel and that's, like, it? I think it sounds that's, perfect. That's a it's movie. a moneymaker. You know, I, it definitely sounds like a moneymaker. Dude, I just, they're just doing it constantly. It's How crazy. does Disney keep missing the mark? I don't, because it, it's just all politics, right? I, I mean, I like, you hate to talk about politics with everything, but it's so pervasive in society right now. But, like, I mean, that's what it is, right? I mean, they're they just too focused so much. on the message rather than the story. So the report, the budget to make the movie was $250 million for Little Mermaid. They apparently made. 570 back which like okay but that's also not accounting for all the marketing costs and what other bullshit they probably also put into this movie that they always kind of hide so i mean maybe this broke even maybe it did a little well 
I, I, I don't just know. don't know I, what I, I think that is like the bare minimum that they will accept for such a big... That was the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid, which is, like, historical in the annals of child uh, animation. Right? I mean, it was like... Yeah. Little Mermaid was a huge, huge hit. And the live action was like, you know, it wasn't like you were doing the Lion King where you had to make the animals like, you know, look like real life, which kind of like killed the cartoon. I do love that story. I do love. This was like very doable. Yeah. The Lion King one, though, where people were like, dude, they made a live action Lion King. Like, that's not that's not a real lion. Like, you get that, right? Like, <laughs> like, you get that's a CGI lion. Like, it just looks real. Like, you understand that? I don't think you understand that. But it also doesn't make sense, right? Because with, with the Lion King, like, those cartoon lions had such facial expressions. Like, no, no, can, we don't need that. Let's you can't remake that with, with real animals. You need no. the cartoon nature of it. No, we're going to replace Jeremy Irons' iconic scar voice with Chiwetel Ejiofor, who is a good actor. But, like, yeah, I've but heard the way he does real. scar, and it's just like, bro, bro was not trying. Like, he, yeah. this was just, this was an afternoon for him in a recording booth. He's like, it I'm was... making how much money from this shit? Okay. It's yeah. just not a movie they should have made, right? And they no. probably should have. But but you could have done, you could have done solid work with the whatever the, the princess, I, whatever, uh, the little princess. No, uh, the, the hell we're talking about. The, the, That's all. Little That's everything you just little described. You described little every princess, single right. Disney movie. Sorry. Little princess. My yeah. brain broke. I, I just had a Mitch McConnell moment. Um, yeah, no, the Little Mermaid. You could have done solid work with this, but instead, well, you know, they changed this, they changed that. You know, leaned on. Melissa McCarthy again for you know her comedic genius, and uh, they just completely set it out of a lot of people's wheelhouse to go watch it. And so, you know, what should have been a big movie is an okay movie, but not as big as. as well, dude, sure you know, you know, our boy, you know, our boy is going to be starring in the next live action movie, right? That they're making. What is the next live action movie? It's Moana. They're remaking oh, yeah, Moana. Yeah, they yeah, came that's out. Right, that's right. That's they got, right. The Rock. The Rock came out and announced in the most pretentious way that he would be. Re- Surprising his role. You and you're like, dude. <laughs> th- this is when you know that the rock brand has just broken it down. Dude, it's going down, man. Is when you have to go back to Disney, who, you know, you have this little love affair with because you're safe and they give you a lot of money. What are you talking about? He's the, he's the tooth fairy, dude. What are you, you talking know, about? He's the tooth fairy. You got to go back to them and been like, hey, look, you know what? Uh, I need another hit, and you guys need another hit, so why don't we take Moana, even though it's like seven years old, and we'll do a live action of that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It was seven years ago, man. Like People are still watching the goddamn cartoon. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you know what? People really will value a live action one. They'll love but, it, I tell you. But money. But money. I well, don't understand. It'll make you a lot of money. You, you Don't worry about that. It will make you a lot of money. It's exactly what people want. And it's, it's what it's make what us so much money, <laughs> Dwayne. I, I think it might be what you need because you haven't had a hit. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would love to bring. Right, did a, you not see Black Adam? Dude, my mom uh, watched Black. Adam. My mom. So she she listened to our episode that we talked about Black Adam, or at least she heard me complain about it at some point. Oh, so she went and, and watched it. So she went and watched it, and she said, "I don't know, seemed pretty average." I was like, "It only seemed average to you." And she oh, went, and, and well, her response was, "Listen." They're all the same at this point. Like it's just 
Oh, here's superhero, muscly guy. Oh, he punches some guy for being a doofus. And she, I think she's well, just over all of them. So she was like, they're all bad. No offense to your mom. I, I just don't think she was looking at it at the right lens, right? To really value yeah. Black Adam for its horrificness, you really have to like shit on it for all the things that you know it includes, which is it's, Rock's ego, exactly. some really awful acting. She was looking at it as just like it's another boring superhero movie. Yeah, right. They're all that way. Yeah, and then this, she's like, they're all like this. Every one of these is exactly like this now. Yeah, but no, this this one's like this one. This one's more just. This is one man trying to tell everybody how cool he is. Right, and this is one that they didn't want to look this bad. And I don't even know, like, do you think... It's going to change the DC hierarchy, dude. <laughs> do you think that Rock... Because weren't there massive reshoots with that one, too? Right, yeah, remember. yeah, there's that. I think there was, I think the right? whole future of the DC movies was, like, hinging on that one. And then it just... Well, he, like, basically walked great. in... Because I, I think all the people from, whatever, Warner Brothers or DC now, because they're they're kind of done with them, so they're like, oh, let's yeah. just, we're just shitting on them. They, they were like, yeah, the guy came in, at, like, with ridiculous demands, you know? Yeah. And uh, and so his, his, his star has definitely faded quite a bit. Oh, um, yeah. And so I think that that's why you're getting... Oh, next you're going to tell me The, the Rock years. isn't a good actor. Next you're going to tell me The Rock isn't a good actor. Yeah, okay, sure. Well, you yeah. know, I don't... I, I've been thinking... I wonder if he was kind of like the next stage of Will Smith... In the sense that, you know, if you listen to stories about Will Smith, he just had, like, a formula. He's like, I do, like, the comedy movie, then I do the sci-fi movie, then I do the comedy movie again, then I do the sci-fi movie. And he was just all about, like, picking the vehicles that, you know, would get him to stardom, right? And so The Rock comes out, and he just, like, you know, he picks the Disney movie, he picks the action movie. Picks the Disney movie, then the action movie, right? Like, he's just been bobbing back and forth, but then... it just doesn't work because I don't know if it really worked in the beginning. Like it just kind of like there were some things. I mean, what was he in that was really, really good? Did we do this exercise? Or did We've I do done it. Yeah, we, we, we talked about he's like he comes about as much as Ryan's Toys Review does because it's just something that's constantly being showed to the public zeitgeist and is making infinitely more money uh, than we will ever see in our lives. Um, what did he do that was good? I did not a lot. I mean, San Andreas. I, I mean, you would have what yeah, was it? Right? There's not like, much, dude. You know, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, that's not what I have in the background. Oh, dude, I watched that. I have it on the background. It's on VH1 it, right it now. It was so bad. It was bad, yeah, yeah. Well, the best was... part was that they, they fucking whacked, uh, what, they whacked Duke right in the beginning, right? That Duke was uh, Channing Tatum. They just took him, and they were like, yeah, you're going to be in the sequel, but only so that we can kill you in the first five minutes, so that it's yeah. only The Rock going forward. You know, have you have you have you found the commonality with this? Yes. When it's The Rock, it's only The Rock. He's the only thing that can be in these movies. Dude, it, like I don't. Besides, I guess what was Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Has he been in anything that people have been like, yeah? Dude, Dwayne I mean, The Rock. I, I could have sworn we might have done this, but I don't think we did. I would love to go through it. You're looking at it right now, but I yeah, I that's know, exactly I what I'm have, checking out. I have watched this very much. Like I go back through like. Dwight Gooden, the Dr. K, old baseball player, go through like his seasons and just like I'm fascinated by the drop off and the greatness. You know, I I, uh, I I do the same thing with Rocky Dwayne the Rock the Johnson's IMDb page. I'm just kind of like, yeah, wow, you did. look at these stats. Like he's going really great, really great, really. Oh my God, it just fell off. 
Are you telling me Jungle Cruise, the Disney movie, didn't? Saw did the theater. Oh the my park? god, that was just hot fucking shit. That was another whiff of rope. That's crazy. Emily paid, Blunt was in that. that Emily one. Blunt is great. She's a great actress. Using um, Get Smart. A oh, Red Notice. Have you seen Red Notice? A Red I've Notice heard- was so average. It should That's have been so I much heard. better. Should have been That's so much better. It's just like they got a bunch of actors that everybody likes, but everyone's just like, dude, this movie fucking sucks. It was uh, Wonder Woman, uh, The Rock, and, uh, Ryan, and Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Right? Yeah. And that was and that, that like there just there should have been so much more in terms of comedy. Yeah, they're just like fuck it. But, like, why try when you got these three actors? Do well, you have any? You don't I, have a budget. The real, real issue is The Rock, because The Rock. What made The Rock famous was being a like I, I guess super attractive, well built, athletic star, like wrestling star, whose whole persona was like uber athletic jock but a cool one that could say all those things and it wasn't bullying because it wasn't bullying if you're like super cool of course you could see mm-hmm. that shit yeah and like he used to be like i i mean he was a womanizer and like everything was like cursing and now it's just gotten to a point where he's just like no no no, you you can't touch i i have to be the golden goose like i have to be good i don't curse you know like or sometimes he does with, with his ex- you saying this you saying the star of race to witch mountain <laughs> right, is yes. it cool as hell? Is that what you're saying right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wants to be cool as hell, but like, and he was, and and you could tell, and maybe he still is behind closed doors. But it's like, you got to get rid of this whole like rock for president type bullshit. No, no, and nobody goes to see his movies anymore, bro. I forgot that he had a TV show called The Young Rock. That's it. Who watches, that? dude? So I had a couple of friends who were watching it because we're you know we're, we're old school wrestling fans, and. Basically, like they were like, it's really good. It's just on Friday, and nobody watches it. And sure enough, mm-hmm. they canned it, so they got rid of it. It did two years, and they were like, eh, nobody's watching it. Nothing. I was going to say, like, I, I just, I Wait. have no interest in the Rock anywhere near there to ever check that out. Like, that's just, I, I mean, Chris Rock made that show, and that was everybody hates Chris, and that's just funny because you know he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. He's going to like turn it funny. The Rock, it's just like. Look at how much I struggled when I was younger and how much cooler I am now. So everything here, you know, just just know I, I become the cool guy. That's all you need to know. Well, I, I you know, you look at I, – I think his best years are definitely behind him at this point yeah. in, in terms of anything because he's hit that stage. Now, look, I mean, for somebody that was like came out of wrestling in like 2003 or whatnot, you know, I mean, it's been 20 years that he's like really had this run, but – these are his upcoming movies. Um, mm. The King, I don't know what that is. San Andreas 2. So you mentioned San Andreas Wait, are you 2. serious? You, yep. So he's going right back to San Andreas because we need Bro, kids. wait, get out of here. There's no way that's it. You're lying to me. Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, are you kidding me? Hey, everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. Are you, you can't serious? Re- you can't remake that movie. You cannot remake that movie, and there is no way that The Rock should ever be Bro. close to Kurt Russell's uh, what it, Jack the Jack Ham Express or whatever the hell it was. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the guy, but anyway... Um, but you can't touch Kurt Russell. I can't character. believe you're not lying to me. Holy shit. No, they're yep. actually making a San Andreas 2. San Andreas 2. A Fast and Furious film. Jungle Cruise 2. Because the first one was so fantastic. Oh, no. 
Uh, oh, by the way, you like that Netflix money? We'll take Red Notice too. Well, I mean, Doc Savage. I don't know what that is. Moana. That's a sequel. Ooh, Fast God, X finally. Part Two. And then Red One, and I don't even know what that is. So, I mean, those are his upcoming. Here it is. Uh, Red One. It is going to star. I don't even know. Chris Evans and Dwayne Johnson. Um, uh, you know, we, we, it we, looks we like had a good it's run. a Christmas movie. It looks like The Rock is some like big jock elf, and uh, it's uh, who is. Uh, Who's J. Jonah Jameson again? Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah. It looks like J.K. Simmons is like a badass Santa, and The Rock is his badass elf. Dude. So. We, 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 had a really, we had a really good run here. It's a, it's a shame <laughs> that, you know, now that the, um, you know, it's all collapsing around us now that NPC things are pop. Maybe this is it. Maybe The Rock is going to get into NPC. He'll have his own stream of that soon. Uh, I, I mean, he, he probably – well, Trump has his own NPC. Well, no, I'm sorry. He's got his own NFTs. Uh, but NFT yeah. stream, yeah, which are almost the same thing. Yeah, kind of. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I didn't tell you about my neighbor growing up. Whoa, hold on. We just had oh. an event right there. Like, whoa. Oh. Whoa, oh. everybody okay. stop. Stop, stop. Stop. You ready? Okay. Big thing going on. Oh, all right, so here we go. I should Rock and roll. with this. I should leave with this story in a podcast because it's crazy. But like, I, you <laughs> well, said NFT. just wait one hour into one, and then you, it gets even better. I, you, you said NFT, and like, so I heard this last like few weeks, and like, you know, just been steadily doing a little more research. So this was, this was like my next door neighbor growing up. He's like, you know, within the same like couple of years as me, went to the same high school, middle school, all that stuff. Um, you know, go off to college, basically lost touch with the kid. Um, and I'm not going to say his full name, but I'll just say his his name for anyone that's paying attention. His name is Ben, and I'll tell <laughs> ben. you off. I'll, t- I'll tell you off air who he is, so you can you can look him Benifer. up. Benifer. Yeah, Benifer. It's not Ben Con, is it? No. Con! Oh, he, I'm still in touch Con! with him. He's the fucking man. I haven't ben talked Con. to him in a while. I got to give him a shout. I still got yeah, him he's, in the role. He's hilarious. He's the dad of two, which is hilarious because he's the same guy who's like. I think I know we had a one, and it was a girl. Did he have a second girl? I think it was a second girl. Yeah, yeah. which is hilarious because that's the guy who's like, like you wear the same clothes as yesterday. He's like, yeah, I was in the strip club all night. You're like, damn, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was hilarious. Anyway, yeah, I can't believe I'm not friends with him somewhere. All right, you, you continue as I look him yeah, up real quick. Yeah. So he, uh, yes, this kid Ben I knew growing up, uh, goes off to college, quits his first semester because he's like, I don't need college. I already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a hedge fund. Oh, of course you are. Which, which you're like, what? Like, what do you know about starting a hedge fund? He's like, I know I want to be a millionaire. That's what I know. And I'm going to, I have the hustle to make this happen. Okay. So he gets in contact. You know, his, his dad's like a, you know, from what I understand, an impressive lawyer who, who works with some people in New York. And, you know, he kind of leverages some of his dad's connections and he gets people to invest with them. Hedge fund ends up blowing up. Doesn't do so well. So what does he do? Pulls himself by his bootstraps, and his parents are like, please go back to college. Like this is clearly like, this is a fun like couple semesters, but like just go back. He's like, <laughs> gotcha. So he goes back for like three classes and says, nope, oh. out of here. I'm gone. All right. Hedge fund number two. Let's do it. All right. The first one worked out great. 
second one works out the same way as the first one. Oh, not bro. so great. So his parents are begging, like, can you please go back? And he's like, nope, who needs it? Who needs it? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to create another thing. And this is as crypto is emerging. So he and some idiot friends of his, and I can call them idiots for how this story ends, create a stable coin. Now, if you're not familiar with what stable coin is, People love stable those. Coin. Yeah, so stable coin, the idea is that it always is supposed to kind of match the U.S. dollar. Like it's supposed to kind of follow it one for one. Right. And I say follow it because that's what it's supposed to do. Now, apparently they coded their dollar. This is what they told everybody. They, their stable coin was so advanced for the way that this, you know, 23-year-old coded it compared to everybody else, that it was the most stable of all stable coins. Of course. Absolutely brilliantly coded. No one could code it any better. And keep in mind, the only person who probably knew how to use anything there was the guy who made this coin. Sure. Like everyone else that looked at it was like, oh, stable coin value go up. Oh, and they just put money into it. <laughs> Ice cream good. Yes, Ice yes, yes. Good. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Yum, yum. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go Cowboy. So, money gun. I see you, money gun. Yes, so, yes, yes. These guys are living in the guy. So the coder is like the son of some fabulously wealthy guy who has estates like all over the country. And all of them are basically college dropouts, I think, except for the guy that did the coding. And they're basically being like, oh, we're hedge fund man or we're, we're crypto fund managers now. Of course you are. And so they're partying at this one guy's dad's house for like four years. <laughs> just doing crypto? Just doing crypto when they run this thing. And they get, and I will give them this, people invest $180 million wow. into this cryptocurrency. So there's like, and it's lot. just floating around. Like that's, yeah. That's a, it's enough. And, it, and, and you know what? You had a key word there. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was. it was. It was so much money. It was so much Maybe money. Maybe too much and money. It was coded so well. Well, well, it was coded. Well, it was coded so well. It, it, you see, there was this one. There was this one flaw with the code. Oh, like just kind a of small a one. Big, this one big flaw, and it turns out that whoever is the majority share, uh, whoever owns the majority of this type of stablecoin, kind of is king and tyrant of this stablecoin, <laughs> and gets to decide what's going to happen with it. That's the so, idea behind stablecoin. Exactly. And so, and so a Russian guy uh, kind of realized what was going on here, took out a flash loan of like $100 million to get all of the stablecoin. So he bought like $100 million worth of this stablecoin. Okay. Immediately because he owned $100 million worth, became the majority shareholder. Oh, Perfect. Immediately, just the way it's supposed to work. All one hundred and eighty million dollars into his own account, and then repaid the flash loan in like a half hour or something oh. crazy like that. As you so, should. Like, the kid, like going, like he's he's like having Passover dinner or something like that, and then he gets a notification on his phone that everything he's been like working for slash you know scamming people out of for the last couple of years has just completely evaporated. And so God. he's panicking. And then the moment people are like, well, we want to see the founders of this stable coin who lost all of our money because of this gigantic error in their system. And they're like, you guys are 25 or 26 <laughs> or seven. And like, yeah, but like, 
what we built this on was sound, and we can do it again. And everyone's starting to realize. Uh, I, I mean, oh, we're we're kind of stupid for putting money in here. But the thing is, the, the world's being is, run by ninety-year-olds and changed every day by like twenty-five-year-olds. Exactly. Like, the extremes don't work. No, they don't. No, they don't. And. The kid is like lying on all of his social media. He's saying he's like, I'm a college graduate with a computer science and math major. And I'm like, the dude went to four classes at college and he's just saying he has a degree. And I know for a fact he does not in two of like the most difficult majors you can get. So you're like, what is this backwards fucking shit? His name is George Soros? Not George Soros. I, I, no. Damn it, I screwed it up. Elizabeth, oh. Elizabeth, you had one job. We can edit that out. Damn edit it. That post. Damn it. Edit that out the post. What's it? George Santos? George Santos. George Santos. Yeah, George Santos. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it. George Soros. Fuck. So yeah. close. I was so close instead. Fuck me. Anyway, continue. Yeah, dude. It's just... I don't know, man. He's just, he's just, it's weird to see like a kid you knew like do that stuff. Oh. And like, you know... His parents are telling, like, everyone else's parents, like, oh, our son's doing great. He was doing this kind of business. And I'm like, your son's going to go to prison in the next 20 years? Like, it's just... If not now, eventually. Like, it's clearly going to happen. And yet, for whatever reason, like, you know, and, and, you know, I'll talk to my my dad about it. And he's like, oh, no, Ben's, you know, it's pretty impressive he was able to get that done. Like, he's lying. He's lying. (laughs) What like, don't you understand about the words? He's lying. Yeah. This is all a sham. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And he's got that much money. I don't. Like, it's just someone who gets their finance education. But he's never of, had a real job. It's kind of all a sham at this point, is it not? It is all a sham. It is all a sham. Right. I mean, like, you, it, I, I love sports. So I'm very big into sports. I was having this conversation with somebody just last night about how sports has gotten so ridiculous because yesterday, the two days ago, they signed a very, very average. I mean, above average, but still closer to average than super above average player in the NBA to a five-year, $350 million. It was like $60 million a year. Some guy making $60 million fucking dollars a year. And the reason he's making $60 million a year, when like players like you know Michael Jordan were making like you know a couple mil until he demanded 20. But like yeah. this guy's making 60 compared to people like Magic Johnson, I think he signed for a big $2 million deal, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's because the owners now are making even more more money. There was so much money on, like, the high end that, like, it can't all be real. Like, this is all inflation across the board. The rich are just, like, sitting in space. But it's got to all be fictitious. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like there is going to be something that blows it all up. But then again, I thought that was COVID, and it didn't happen. There's there's part of me every day that you just hear the amount of money being thrown around to these people that are, are clearly full of shit, and they don't know anything. Like, are they crypto ooh, bros anymore? So does that exist? Crypto bros? Do I they still so. exist? I think it does. I think I don't think like I still have people calling in that are way too old that are like, can I get involved in crypto in my IRA? And you go, God no. Well, um, there's no way you, you're making money on it anymore, right? But like, okay, so like crypto I, bros. I think people just they, they just consider like a, a like a penny stock or something now is what I think is happening, where there's just like it's a volatile investment, but maybe it'll take off. Like, if you're a crypto bro, you had to get in on it at, 
Um, let's see. What is what are these prices up here? This is um, what is that? That's that price is eleven thousand. That price is you had to get in in like twenty. What price is it here? Oh, I can't see. You had to get in in like twenty fifteen. Yeah, well, twenty sixteen. Yeah. It's still six hundred at token. You know, so if you want to go back where it's like a hundred dollars, well, that wasn't a hundred dollars. So you could have got in early 2015 for two hundred dollars a token, and you could have taken two hundred up to sixty thousand, right? Now it's at thirty thousand. It's. It, I mean, it's all I don't over. think I don't think there was that many people in it to 2014. Do you? In 2014, everyone I knew in 2014 that was talking about crypto was dealing uh, some sort of black market drug in my college. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, yeah, that sounds great, Ned. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's going to take off. Yeah. So if you had, if you had bought in at like six or 200, if you bought in at 200, I think you get like a multiplier of 272. Not bad. I'll take 272. I just don't believe that it was that many people. It's all over, dude. It's all over. Yeah. It's not worth it anymore. Yeah. There's 18 year olds that are lying and they're, uh, you know, making more money than God. I know. Well, no, nothing about finance. Like, we, uh, well, I, I got to wrap it up here because I got to hit, I got to get some Z's here to Same make more here, money dude. tomorrow. Because uh, I don't, I, I don't have the yes, 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 money gun, yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. good uh, yeah. shit in my repertoire. I just don't. Yeah, have by the way, stay tuned for our next podcast where that's all we're gonna do. <laughs> it would you be give us two cents, we'll that. we'll reenact whatever kind of thing you tell me to. Well, where are we going for the uh, next upcoming episode? What do we? What do we, we we talked a l- enough about Indiana Jones. There wasn't really much to talk about. It was. I, average, I mean, it was just but... bad, dude. It was just bad. It was. Uh, I mean, the main thing, Barbenheimer. I mean. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might go see Open Up. My kid saw it already. He did not like it. He's, oh, he did? Uh, yeah, he he's 12. didn't like it. He didn't like oh. it, yeah. It was more of a love story. He wanted to know about the bomb. And he said, like, the bomb was, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Dude, your kid's awesome. So, yeah, he's a World War II, like, enthusiast. I, I don't know why. He just loves all the tanks and the yeah. architecture from it and everything. It's fucking crazy. So... All right. Well, with, with that, we'll bid adieu to every you to to every you. I, I don't even, now. I'm not yeah, whatever. Even it is, yeah, word. yeah. We're gonna bid farewell here. We'll see you next week. Will enjoy yourself, and then we'll uh, pick it up where we left off, which could be anywhere. Can do, brother. The way that we do it. So nice. All right, Addy five thousand. Godspeed. <laughs>